In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, every service knew exactly what I was referring to. Believe it or not, the first Star Wars movie that I have ever seen was last Thursday night. And I was surprised at how connected the people were to the movie, how much they were involved in the story, how much they put themselves in the story. They knew all the details and all the characters of Star Wars. And it was surprising to me. And it brought to mind our faith. We have just been telling a long, long story in these readings. But our Christian faith is not just a story with made-up characters. It is actually not in a galaxy far, far away. It takes place right here and right now through people just like you and me with problems and challenges and issues God moving into his creation in order to heal it, to restore it, to recreate it. Not in a galaxy far, far away, but here with our own DNA in real space and time. Our faith is a faith in which God comes to us in a body, a real body that we can touch. I love to feel baby's feet. Don't you love to squeeze baby's feet? Real flesh and blood. Well, John Prudhomme, an Anglican priest, talks about that God has come to us in the little space beneath a mother's heart. That little space beneath a mother's heart. God enters into this world, into space and time, into our humanity in order to heal it, to forgive it, to transform it, and to recreate it. That's what we celebrate. We have these characters that meet each other, not just characters in a movie, but real people Jesus and John the Baptist, they meet each other for the first time. And of course, John the Baptist leaps for joy because the Lord has finally come. This story has finally gotten to the place where God, the victor, our righteousness and our faithfulness has finally come to do God's will. And so there's leaping and there's joy. There's also faith. Elizabeth and Mary and everyone before has always involved themselves, related themselves to God through trusting faithfulness. Ultimately, that's what obedience is, where we trust and are faithful to God despite circumstances and despite appearances that we do God's will even if it doesn't make sense to us. And if you go back far enough, that happened to Abraham and Moses and everyone along the way. And we finally get to Mary. And Mary, he hears this word of God through the angel that God is going to do something incredible in and through her. 
And at the end of the day, Mary basically says, thy will be done. And so thy will be done allowed God to continue this long, long story of his good news for us that he's come to save us. Well, Jesus is interpreted in the passage from Hebrews today, which we didn't actually read. It's in our Eucharistic lectionary. And in this book of Hebrews, Jesus says through the psalmist, I am coming and you have a body prepared for me and I come to do your will, O God. Those are part of the most important uh, sentences in our passage. So Christ comes to do God's will. And it talks about how through that once and for all sacrifice of Christ that the old covenant is done away with and we are brought into a new covenant and that's where we live. In fact, we've lived so long in the new covenant that we probably have taken it for granted along the way. We may be taking it for granted today, as a matter of fact, because we didn't ever have to deal with all those sacrifices, all of those dead animals, and all that blood. But all of that ended through a sacrifice of the Son of God who is faithful to God, who trusts God, and is obedient to God. And that sacrifice was received by God and accepted for the forgiveness and the remission of sins. His obedience is the only acceptable sacrifice. Now, when I think about my will and my part-time obedience, I come back to that sacrifice again and again and again because that's the only place that we can go. Has anybody made a New Year's resolution? Do you remember how long it lasted? <laughs> Has anybody said, I'm going to quit gossiping no matter what? Or I'm going to quit looking at the ladies no matter what? Or whatever it is, it probably didn't last very long because I'm assuming you're like me, that you have a weak will and that you are involved in part-time obedience. And so today, of all days, we want to recapture, reinvigorate the importance and the centrality of Christ's offer and sacrifice of faithfulness and obedience to God, which provides the forgiveness of sin for us and opens up our relationship with the Father and is the fountainhead of forgiveness all the days of our life until sin no longer has any effects on our souls or bodies when our salvation will finally be complete. And so, we cannot base our salvation on our weak will or our part-time obedience. And so today there may be some in this audience, there may be some in the hearing of my voice who need to once and for all receive and accept and put their whole trust in the grace and love of Christ in that offering once and for all for good, for the forgiveness of sins. 
and to find the freedom that all of us are meant to have and to go back to that sacrifice again and again and again when we need forgiveness. We go back to this sacrifice again and again and again at this altar because in our Eucharistic liturgy, we are in fact joining ourselves to the once and for all eternal sacrifice of Christ himself. And so our salvation at the entire foundation is in this once and for all sacrifice and moving into this new covenant with God based on a sacrifice that we were not able to make. And so we in the new covenant, we who have heard this over and over again, it becomes something that we lose touch with, I think. But as I was looking at this and studying this, I was struck by how important this sacrifice is and how much we need to receive it and how much we need to honor it and how much we need to be excited about it and leap for joy because this is our salvation. Without that sacrifice, without the offering of Jesus, the only one who has been totally obedient to God, the only one who has been totally faithful to God. And it took God to do it. God the Son and Word came and took on our humanity in that little space beneath a woman's heart and through true humanity and true human will cooperated with the divine will and finally offered himself into death for us. And that act of sacrificial faithfulness and love and obedience is the forgiveness of sins and the opening up of us to know and call God Father. So all praise and glory goes to Jesus and his sacrifice for us. In that epistle to the Hebrews, Jesus says that there is a body prepared for him And in that body, he comes to do God's will. It was God's will to join us in his creation. It was God's will to forgive our sins because only God could. It is God's will to transform and heal us and recreate us in this entire world that he created. And he did it through a body, a real body. Not in a galaxy far, far away, but right here, right now, in space and time with flesh and blood, people just like you and me. And so this body of Christ that was offered in sacrifice to God has become a body of Christ in real space and time. And we are a part of it. We are in union with Christ by virtue of our baptism. And we are in union with one another because we comprise the body of Christ here on earth. And it gets even better than that. This body of Christ is called to become living sacrifices where we are through the transformation of the presence of Christ and the Holy Spirit learning to be faithful and loving 
and trustworthy and obedient, just like the head of the body Jesus was. And so we are called to love and to serve one another and those outside this community in a sacrificial way. It gets even better than that because the body of Christ is here and is consumed by us for the transformation of our bodies and souls that we could become everything that God wants us to be. In fact, that we would be conformed to the very image and likeness of Jesus, who was totally obedient. And so the goal of all of this is that we, through Christ's body and sacrifice, would become his body and would, in fact, be trustworthy and obedient and loving to God and our neighbor, just like Jesus himself was. And so today, as we come and receive the body and blood of Christ, who came in that little space beneath a woman's heart, as we receive it today, ask Jesus, who is totally obedient, to increase your faith, your love, and your witness for him in this world, that we might enjoy fellowship with him and the joy of obedience to God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.